Praise the Lord, everyone. It's good to see you on this Sunday morning, the house of the Lord, who's thankful to be here at church today. I'm excited. That, that wasn't very convincing. Who's, who's thankful to be at church on this Sunday? That's better. On this Sunday preceding Thanksgiving, I'm very thankful. Thankful to be in the house of the Lord. For God is so good, isn't he? He is wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. And uh, thankful to be a part of the body of Christ, the church. Uh, thankful for so many things. And uh, today is going to be a little different in our Sunday school session. Uh, today um, I've asked a few people to come here momentarily and they're going to testify of God's goodness in their life. Testify of the blessings of God. Uh, testify really about what they're thankful for. And so you're going to hear that in just a moment. Before they do that, I do want to read a psalm. If you have your Bibles, if you'll turn to Psalm 136. Psalm 136. We're going to read that psalm. Go ahead, and if if you have your Bibles, take the time to open it, because I think we'll probably go ahead and read the whole thing today. The whole psalm. Psalm is different because there's... It's not Psalm chapter 136, it's just Psalm 136. So use that language instead of chapter and verse, just Psalm 136. It's a book of Psalms. 136 in one. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his mercy. Mercy endureth forever. To him who alone doeth great wonders, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that by wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that stretcheth out the earth above the waters, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that make great lights, for his mercy endureth forever. The sun to rule by day, for his mercy endureth endureth forever. The moon and stars to rule by night, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that smote Egypt in their firstborn, for his mercy endureth forever. And brought out Israel from among them, for his mercy endureth forever. With a strong hand and with a stretched out arm, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which divided the Red Sea into parts, for his mercy endureth forever, and made Israel to pass through the midst of it, for his mercy endureth forever. But overthrew Pharaoh and his host in the Red Sea, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which led his people through the wilderness, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which smote the great kings, for his mercy endureth forever. And slew famous kings, for his mercy endureth forever. Sion, the king of the Amorites, for his mercy endureth forever. And Og, the king of Bashan, for his mercy endureth forever. And gave their land for a heritage, for his mercy endureth forever. Even an heritage unto Israel, his servant, for his mercy endureth forever. Who remembered us in our low estate, for his mercy endureth forever. And hath redeemed us from our enemies for his mercy endureth forever. Who giveth food to all flesh, 
for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord of heaven, to the God of heaven, for his mercy endureth forever. If there's one thing I'm thankful for, it's the mercy of Almighty God in my life. I'm thankful for the Lord because he has changed my life. He has changed my story. And I just wonder before they begin, can we all just just raise our hands and with our lips and with our words begin to thank the Lord for how good he is. Lord, we thank you. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you for your goodness and mercy in my life. I thank you for your love and compassion, Lord, for your mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, God, for all you've done, the things that I don't even know about that you've done. I thank you for the times you stepped in on my behalf and I don't even know about it. I thank you. But for all the times that I can recognize and see the ways that you've been there for me and the times you have saved me and rescued me and kept me, God, I thank you for you are so good for your mercy endureth forever. We give thanks and Honor and glory unto you, Jesus, for your mercy endureth forever, God. We thank you. Amen. God is so good. This Thanksgiving season, remember what he has done for you, how he saved your life. I'm not going to go much further than that. First, I want to welcome Brother Greg Steinsoltz. Would you welcome him in the name of Jesus today? Praise the Lord, everybody. Good morning. So I don't really, as you see, I came up empty-handed. Right about 5 o'clock last night, we got that text, and then we had music practice, and then by the time we got home, put kids to bed and everything, and it was around 10, and then this morning woke up and did a little more music practice. So no real notes right now. Um, Really just sort of asked to testify, testimony, sort of our story and what we're thankful for, me and my wife. And I'm going to start off with me. So, I actually, just last week, was just thinking about this again. I think about it several times a year, and it's my first thing to be thankful for is my heritage. I've talked about it a little bit up here before. I am a fourth-generation apostolic. My grandfather was saved in the 1966, I believe it was. His grandma, or his mother, was very, uh, not the typical, because Pentecost was something similar or something new in her time, but they had a church out in Creel that they went to. And I grew up hearing the stories whenever our mom would take us through the backwoods of Creel, show where they were born, show where my grandpa was raised. She would show us the woods, and she said, you see those woods? She said, night after night, if there was a revival or if there was a church service, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, would take my grandpa and his two sisters and they would walk through those woods for about four miles to the nearest church and go to that church anytime there was a service and they did not miss a service. And they said services back then, winter or anything like that, it was dark and they had nothing but a little lantern, old, you know, old school lantern walking through the woods protecting them. And every night that they had a late service and they had school, my great-grandmother would pray for those children to have the energy and the strength to move on and to have the next day because of how late it was. They made those sacrifices all, the, all of their life to the Lord. Whenever my grandfather got saved in the 1960s, 
He became one of the first preachers to preach the apostolic doctrine in the Prince George, British Columbia area in Canada. He was up there for 18 to 20 years in uh, Whitehorse, Yukon Territory. My mom, to stay close to her heritage, they moved out to Washington to be near him. And every weekend, they would leave Friday night after my dad got off work and travel 530 miles to my grandfather's church. And on Sunday night, whenever church was over, travel that 500 miles back for dad just to get home in time to go to work on Monday. My family, the sacrifices my family made so we could hear the gospel, hear the apostolic gospel that was given to us. Whenever I grew up, my grandpa had moved back to the States and he started a church or became a part of a church in Lick Creek, uh, Illinois. He preached there for 22 years. From the time I was five years old, we lived in Harrisburg. Once again, my family made that trip every service from Harrisburg to Lit Creek. And this time, it was a car. It wasn't walking. It wasn't anything like that. It, but as a kid, whenever every Sunday you had to be up an hour and a half earlier than everyone else that goes to that same church just to make sure we were there uh, 15 to 20 minutes early, we were there every service. We grew up with that heritage. My grandpa preached until... My uncle passed away. Whenever my uncle passed away, my father or my grandfather retired his church, and he still went into ministry. He wound up going to Wisconsin, becoming an assistant pastor there, and then he finished out at my uncle's church, which is in uh, Mountain Grove, Missouri. So, like I said, it runs runs deep in our family. One of the things of my heritage I'm thankful for. I got to hear my grandfather's last message he ever preached. It was the weekend of his birthday. We went up there for his birthday. He taught, and by se- that was September 6th, and by September 27th, he passed away from a COVID stroke. Those sacrifices that my family made, they run deep in our family. My family's not all where we need to be. I know I'm where I need to be, but we still pray. Our heritage is still there. Our thankfulness for what it's done, all of us still 100% believe like I said, we're just not always where we need to be, which that's with anybody. Everybody struggles. But the heritage that was given, I cannot believe, begin to thank God for what he's given me. Like I said, it's usually at least once a week I'll sit and sob because of those matriarch of my family, because of the patriarchs of my families that passed it down to me. So into that, into my life, The next thing is the provisions of God. Me and Amber, this year will be, this May will be 17 years that we've been married. We met, dated, engaged, and got married in a month. (laughs) That's similar actually to my mother and father. They were two weeks. (laughs) So we've been together this whole time. We were 21 and 19, which in my family, That's actually a little bit older for getting married. Most of them were 18, 19, 17, (laughs) somewhere in there. Me and Amber have, just like anyone else I know, like I said, I grew up in this. There's been struggles, there's been times, but God has provided every single time. There's one, and I'm, I'm pretty open about things. I'm making the most money I've ever made in my life due to God's provisions in our lives. We post every month negative as far as our budget goes because of inflation, because of these things. 
we have never went wanting. On paper, every single month, we show negative balance every two weeks. We have never went wanting. That's something my grandpa taught us back whenever he was young and he had three kids and him and my grandma had bills to pay and they made $37 a month and they said they knew their bills. One time they got behind on some stuff and their bills was almost $50. He said, before I open my money for my check, we're going to pray over this money. And he's like, I'm a faithful tithes giver. I give in my offerings. We're going to pray over this money. He said, I know my check is $37. He said, we started counting out the ones, met this bill, counted out the ones, met this bill, kept counting out the ones, met this bill. He said, we had $8 left over when we were done. That God, this is 60 years later, still provides every single bit of finance that we need, the simple things that we need. I have a new pedal up here. I've wanted a new pedal. I've needed one. Mine's getting old. Couldn't get one. I have an amp that I ain't used. I've been trying to get rid of for two years. No one's wanted it, and it was a very nice amp. This pedal just came out this year. I see it on Facebook Marketplace. I'm like, surely someone's not getting rid of that. That thing's brand new. He got brand new. He's, I was like, hey, you want to trade a guitar? And he was like, no, I'm not in the need of a guitar. He's like, I'd really like an amp. I'm like, well, you see that picture I just sent you, that guitar? He said, yeah. I said, that amp right there, I'm willing to give that to you for that pedal. Met him and Anna that same day. I wanted something, and God gave it to me. And guess what? No money out of pocket. That's how he keeps me in the positive, or else it would be. I'd always be in the negative. <laughs> the Lord provides, and most thankful of all, he provides our salvation. He provided salvation. Jonah, whenever he got up here, and that's what I've been thinking about my boys. My boys are getting that age. I started seeking the Holy Ghost at six years old. I got baptized whenever I was six. I didn't get the Holy Ghost till I was eight. We're in that time of that salvation, and I'm so excited to see Jonah get it because I know it's that much nearer for my boys and my family for that fifth generation to carry on. We're into our family. We're getting into not mine directly, but we've got some six generations. And once again, that heritage and that provision of salvation that God has given us carries on today. If you don't believe it's real, I've got way more stories I could tell you about my family and my life as far as whenever I was raised in it, anybody that thinks raised in it is perfect, is dead wrong. I've had brothers sitting on the edge of their car with shotguns in their mouths. I've had sisters with slit wrists because her husband's abusing her. I've had tons of strife in our family. Amber knows as well. She's never seen anything like it until she got in our family the way the devil will battle you when he knows you know the right answers. So once again, I'm thankful for this season. I'm thankful for my heritage, and I'm thankful for God's salvation in my life. Well, praise the Lord, church. Whew, what an act to follow. Isn't God good? I, I am so thankful for so many things. Truly, the half cannot be told. I can talk about Jesus all day and never scratch the surface of all he's done for me. But I am thankful today that I know he is a miracle worker. You know, in this day and age, there's so much, 
so much stuff and people just feel hopeless. But God really is a miracle worker. And I just want to tell you about a few miracles that have happened to me personally. Back in the 80s, I stepped off my um, front porch step wrong and twisted my ankle really bad. The doctor said it had been better had you broken it. It would have healed easier and quicker. They sent me home on crutches. They come back in six weeks. It'll take at least that long to heal. Two weeks later, I went to church on my crutches. I was at the altar praying and not for my ankle, but I was at the altar praying, and the Lord touched me, healed my ankle, and I left my crutches on the altar, walked back to my seat, and never picked them up again. I've never had any problems with that ankle. God's good. And in 2000, 2001, I had... Um, some dislocated and herniated discs in my lower back and severe pain and just awful. I was in church one night and Sister Griffith started singing, praise is what I do, praise is who I am. And I love that song. You can find it on YouTube if you want to look her up. But I wanted to praise the Lord, and I felt encumbered. I had this back brace on because of those discs, and I thought, I can't even stand up and praise you, God. And immediately the Lord said, well, then give it to me. Give it to me. So I took that brace off, and I stood up, and I did a little dance back there. And I've never put that brace back on. The Lord healed my back. He's a miracle worker. He's a miracle worker. In the beginning of 2017, I kind of felt I was in a, a void. I felt a vacuum. I felt, God, I just feel stagnant. And I don't like this. And I need something. I, 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 I don't know what I need, but I need something. And I'm, I'm just going to leave it. In your hands, Lord, I need a new testimony. I need a new victory. I need overcome. I need something. Well, the Lord said, okay, okay. So later in 2017, we were involved in that horrible wreck. Nobody prays for a wreck. But, you know, the EMTs thought they were going to need body bags when they came upon that wreck. But the hand of God intervened. Yes, we had an accident. But the Lord wrapped our car in one hand, and he moved that truck with his other hand. Because the police said, that truck should have come right on over the top of your car. There was nothing to stop that truck from just completely running over you. But the hand of God. The hand of God. And today, all three of us are walking and working and doing well because God does miracles. Even, even, even if it can be through a hard trial, it gave me a fresh testimony. 
Look what God does. It is amazing how many people saw that wreck on Facebook and have asked me. And I have been able to testify. Yes, and they're like, but you do so much for the Lord. Why did he let you have a wreck? And I'm like, well, because he was answering my prayer. I asked for a fresh testimony. Now I got one. God saved us. He's kept us. You know, it's in, it's in your perspective and your attitude. I, I prayed and I asked the Lord to be an intercessor. When I got back in church in 1981, I'm like, I can't sing. Y'all know. I can't play an instrument. I love to teach, I, and I love to talk. But God, I want to be effective. And so I want to be an intercessor. And the Lord told me I ask a hard thing. He said, you've asked a hard thing. But if that's truly what you want, I'll grant it. It has been hard at times, but oh, so worth it. He answers prayers. He's a miracle worker. In 2018, I had a triple bypass, open heart surgery. The surgeon came in and he said, ma'am, you should be dead. I don't know how you're alive. And I said, I have a God. I have a God. And he said, this is a widow maker and you should have already died. And he's like, you won't live till Monday. We're going to do your surgery tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Well, last month, I had my annual checkup for my five-year anniversary of that surgery. And the surgeon said, your heart's great. There are no blockages. There are no problems. Whatever is supposed to be working at a minimum of 55%, and you're at 68. And I went, woohoo, overachiever, overachiever. Yes, my God blesses more than what we need. There are so many times that He has blessed me with provision, Brother Greg. I, I, well, I have lots of stories. I have lots of miracles. But these are just a couple that I can say have happened to me personally. And you know what? I'm nobody. So if he'll do this for me, he'll do it for you. And so much more. I am so thankful, Brother Jordan, for that mercy. Those mercies are new every day. And he never runs out. He never runs out of mercy or grace. Salvation is such a wonderful gift. To know Jesus to know him, not just about him. You know, it's one thing to know about someone, and it's something else to know them. My Jesus lives in me. He abides in me. He is with me always. I'm so thankful for that, and I'm so thankful to know his name. It's truly a privilege to be able to say the name of God, to say the name Jesus, and at just that mention, he's there. I am so thankful today. I, I love all these old songs, and several have gone through my mind. And, and I was thinking of um, how good, how faithful. And it went right out of my head, the song I wanted. It was by Lanny Wolf. That tells you how long ago that was. But 
um, through, through the good and the bad, he's been the best friend I ever had. And through it all, through it all, he's been the best friend I ever had. And I'm thankful today. I'm thankful for this church and all of you for all of his blessings. Good morning. Praise God. He's awesome, isn't he? All the time, even when we don't deserve it, he's awesome. There's lots of things I could be thankful for, but what I'm truly thankful for today is all you and your beautiful faces. I love coming to this church. I feel welcome. This says up there, I'm home. And I love seeing each and every one of you, every service. There's been times this last year that I want to give up. I want to stop. And all I had was coming and seeing my family here. And it encourages me so much to see all of you. I'm so excited what God's going to do in the, to the finish of the year up to Christmas and to New Year's. But I'm even more excited what's going to happen in this church with, these, with, with my family. I'm ready for the breakthroughs, the addiction breaking, the just the deliverance, the people getting baptized, the, the, the adding to the kingdom. It is so awesome. I'm so excited. And I wonder if we all can just start praising God now for what he's going to do this next year and what he's going to do. Isn't this the greatest place to be? I tell you, every time I come to church, there's just such a good feeling, such a presence of the Lord. And no matter what we're here doing, you can always feel that presence. And I'm grateful for that. Well, when Brother Jordan called, you know, your mind starts going, okay, what do I say? I could say so many things, but we'd be here till tomorrow. I'm thankful for the church. I'm thankful for the Lord. Thankful that he, he let me get to know him at an early age. Uh, I'm thankful for my friends, and I count you all friends. Um, it, it, it is a family. It's a family. And, and I'm thankful for all of that. But I've got to say some things that maybe aren't so spiritual, but I'm thankful for. <laughs> One's an egg cooker. An electric egg cooker. <laughs> Budgie and I are so bad when we would put boiled eggs on to boil. Well, the minute we get them on, we walk away, we get busy, and we forget about them. The next thing you know, our house is full of smoke. The next thing you know, the alarms are going off. We're, we're running frantic trying to turn these alarms off. Well, the next thing you know, Fire, the fire uh, truck and the firemen are in front of our house with their big fans coming in, running through the house, uh, and this happened like four times. <laughs> in fact, 
In fact, my sister and her husband were driving through town and they heard the fire truck take off. And Jim said, I wonder if they're going to Budgie and Louise's. <laughs> so my sister, for Christmas one year, my other sister that worked with me, she bought me an electric egg cooker. Wonderful. Haven't had a problem with... Well, one time I boiled eggs and they, they blew up and went all over the house. So it, it was quite a problem. I haven't had that problem anymore since I got the egg cooker. The other thing that I'm thankful for, and this is going to seem silly to some people, but it's not to me. No matter what window I look out of my house, I see a beautiful tree, beautiful flowers. Uh, just every window in my house that I look out of, there's a beautiful scenery back there. That may be silly and stupid, but I appreciate that so much. And it never, it's always changing. With the seasons, it's changing. It's changing colors. It's changing. Uh, you might have snow. You know, it, it's just the sun shining and it brightens everything up. But I love being able to see all those beautiful sights out my windows. And it doesn't matter which window I look at. They're different, but they're beautiful, and I love it. I appreciate that, and I'm thankful for that. The other, uh, the last thing that I'm thankful for is... Guardian angels, and especially the ones for Budgie, and he has several. <laughs> when, Budgie gets, when Budgie gets busy doing something, I know the Lord says, hey, you guys, get over there. He's, he's at it again. He's fell off of ladders. One time he was using a chainsaw and was cutting down some trees, and he fell, and the chainsaws locked in place, running full blast, right beside him, bouncing. Could have cut him in half. I, I mean, and there's so many stories I could tell you about him. <laughs> but I'm thankful for his guardian angels. And you know, we've all got those guardian angels. And we don't know how many times that we've been saved from something, you know. And, and I'm thankful for all the times that the Lord has kept me from something that I never even knew about, you know. And I know there's been plenty of those times. Uh, but I, I'm so thankful for this church. And I love the teaching. I love the preaching. I love the worship. I, I just love everything about it. Love all you guys. And... Uh, the Lord is going to do some wonderful things. He's been doing some wonderful things. And he's got even better, greater, more things in, in store for this church. And I, I'm just thankful. Thankful for all the things that we can't mention, too long to mention. But uh, the Lord's been good to me. I love him. I want to do my best for him. So, thank you. Amen. Did you enjoy that this morning? Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for the heritage he has given us, the provision he's given us. That's what you heard from Brother Greg. Sister Adams, the miracle-working God. Brother Jared, that church family that I know I'm thankful for, a home, a place of belonging, an electric egg cooker, 
I love it. I love it. God's beautiful masterpieces that he created and his protection in our life. Wow. We could go around this room and each of us share the wonderful blessings that God has given us, the things that we don't deserve, but by his mercy, he has supplied. And so on this in this season, this holiday season, this Thanksgiving week that we have, can we take time and reflect on the goodness of God? Even when life is tough and hard, God has still been good. Great is his faithfulness. Great is his faithfulness. And so if we can do that, if I can give you that assignment this week to think about why you are thankful for him. And that list is long. Write it out, maybe. Write it out. Get a notebook out. Just make a list. Make a list of the things you're thankful for. And then do this. Memorize that list as much as you can and share that list with someone else. Tell the story of how good God has been to you. Can we do that? One more time as a congregation, can we just tell God thank you? Thank you, Jesus, for all the things that you have done. Thank you for saving and keeping, for redeeming, restoring, renewing, refreshing. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for making a way in our lives when there seemed to be no way, for protecting us when it did not seem possible for blessing us when things never added up. Thank you for everything, for you're so good. Thank you, Jesus. God is so good today. He's good all the time. All the time, he is good.